welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode 63, Life of the Wife of a Turkey Hunting Addict and 2016 planning. I am your host and the guy who is currently by just over one point the leader of his fantasy football league. We don't have playoffs in our fantasy football league. We go by standings at the end of the season and if there's a tie the total number of points. So in order for me to come away with the big money winnings for the year Not only do I have to win this week, but I also have to score more points than the guy that's in second place. So, I'll be glued to the TV watching every NFL game that's on this week. Hey, we are 75 days, 9 hours, 24 minutes, and 9 seconds away from opening day of turkey season in Alabama. And, I want to wish all of you guys a happy new year. You know, since we are in the midst of the holidays and year-end, I am in the process of some business planning for 2016. Well, it's really a lot of business planning for 2016. And I want to share some of that with you guys today. And I'm going to tell you that it's not too late to throw your two cents into the mix. And I'll get into that in just a couple of minutes. Also today, I have a very special guest interview for you guys. So let's jump on into the show. I have always considered this show to be your show, not just my show. When I've come up with show topics in the past, I've always asked myself, how can this topic help the listeners improve their turkey hunting success rate? Now, remembering that everyone's idea of success while turkey hunting is different adds a new layer to the show topic selection. For example, there are listeners to the show who have been hunting turkeys for 40 or 50 years and consider another day in the turkey woods to be a successful hunt. There are listeners who have been hunting turkeys for 5 or 6 years and have never punched a tag, who won't consider anything except the day they do punch their first tag to be a successful hunt. And there are listeners to this show who are introducing their young children to the sport who consider just seeing a hen or strutting Jake or even just hearing the gobble of a tom to be a successful hunt. Knowing that everyone has a different idea of success in the turkey woods and that every single one of you listening to the show have different goals when you step foot into the woods really opens the door for a wide range of show topics. But this also means that I know that not every show topic is going to appeal to every listener out there every single week. 
That's going to happen whether we're talking about podcast episodes or magazine articles or hunting television shows, whatever it happens to be. So I try to select show topics that will have a very wide appeal and help as many of you guys with success in the turkey woods as possible. With all that said, I want to share some ideas for upcoming show topics that I have planned for you guys. First, I'll be coming to you guys from the ATA trade show in Louisville next week where there will be hundreds of exhibitors ready to introduce new products to the hunting world. For those of you who don't know what the ATA is, that's the Archery Trade Association. And this is one of the largest hunting exhibition shows out there. The show is not open to the public. It is a show for product manufacturers and distributors to show off their goods to buyers, like your sporting goods stores. So I will be there with a press badge and I have three very specific goals that I want to accomplish at the ATA show. Number one, I want to come away with 10 interviews booked for future podcast episodes. These episodes will cover a wide range of topics which I'll go over some of those in a minute, but I'm mainly looking to book 10 guest interviews while I'm there. I think that's a very achievable goal. Number two, I have two guests in particular who I want to have on the show, and I want to find each one of those this week at the ATA show. The first one is Hank Parker, and the second one is Michael Waddell. So I want to get Hank on the show, number one, because I'm a fan, but number two, he does have a lot of experience turkey hunting, so I want to get him on to share his experiences because I think we can all learn from that. And I want to get Michael Waddell on the show because he is definitely a fan favorite and he has a lot of great info and experiences that he can share with us that can help to improve our odds in the turkey woods. So those are two guests in particular that I'll be looking for this week at the ATA show. Number three, I want to introduce you guys to any great new products that I find while I'm there that may help you have more success this coming turkey season. Now, granted, I am not going to have tested any of these products before I throw them out there, but anything that I find interesting, I'm going to let you know about. Now, in addition to the ATA trade show next week, I have planned to bring you an episode or two on bow hunting turkeys because I'll be leaving the ATA show, the Archery Trade Association show. I shouldn't have a hard time finding someone there at that show that bow hunts turkeys that can share his or her experiences with us. So I'll be bringing that to you in the coming weeks. Also, I want to do more episodes that are similar to episode 54, the dissecting a pot and peg call, where I had Adam Prouty on and we talked about what it is that goes into making a pot and peg call. For example, I plan to bring you one on box calls, diaphragm calls, push-pull calls, so that we can break down all of those calls and know what it is that makes a good call. What are some of the wood types that we can be looking for? What are some of the cuts of these diaphragms and what do they do? What calls do they make better than others? So I plan on having a few episodes of that. I plan on doing a preview of the NWTF convention in Nashville, which will be coming up the second or third weekend in February. I plan on having coverage of that convention. And I would also like to cover the calling competition and some of the seminars that they'll be having as well. I want to do an episode on early season calling strategies, mid-season calling strategies, late season calling strategies, an episode on high-tech turkey shotgun loads. 
these tungsten steel shots, those type of things. I want to do an episode on that. I want to do an episode on how to identify what stage of the breeding cycle the hens and gobblers are in and which tactics or strategies are most effective during these times. An episode on rainy day gobblers, one on hunting Merriam's turkeys, one on hunting Rios, one on hunting Osceolas, and one on hunting Easterns. Hunting mountain turkeys, hunting ag land turkeys. I also want to do one on turkey diseases and what to do when we come across a turkey that does not look or act right. So that's roughly 20 episodes that I have, a little bit less than half of the year laid out. The main focus of these episodes going forward after the ATA episode is going to be to give you guys additional strategies or reinforce the strategies that you already know before and during your spring hunting season to help you fill more tags this year. So between now and then, we're going to talk a lot of shooting, a lot of calling, and a lot of hunting. And I want you guys to go into the woods this spring with a spark in your eye and a confident attitude because confidence in the turkey woods can be your best tool in your turkey vest. Now, with all of the great episodes that I have planned for the first third to half of the year, I'd love to know what you want or need more help with. What one or two things do you feel like you need the most help with this year? What one or two things do you think will help you have more success this coming turkey season? For example, is it decoys? Is it calling? Hunting strategies? Shooting? General knowledge about wild turkeys? Woodsmanship? management tips and strategies, or maybe some newfangled product. I want to hear about it, so let's try something new. Text me the one or two things that will help you have more success this coming turkey season. Text it to 205-660-0660, and I'll use this information to give you more of what you want and need for this coming year to be better than last. Now, don't text me three or four paragraphs. If you've got three or four paragraphs of information that you want to talk to me about, by all means, shoot me an email. You can email me at andy at iamturkeyhunting.com. But if you're going to text me, just text me three or four or five words. Also, let me know your name and where you're from. For example, you can text me something along the lines of Bob from San Antonio, Texas, woodsmanship, and decoys. That's enough. That's plenty. But if you've got something you want to go into in more detail with me, by all means, feel free to email that to me, andy at iamturkeyhunting. Again, the phone number for the text is 205-660-0660. I look forward to hearing back from you on this and to sharing some of this with you guys in an upcoming episode. Okay, so I wanted to throw something a little different and fun into today's episode. I have an interview with a very special guest for this week's show who's going to share just a little bit about her life as the wife of a turkey hunting addict. That's right, I have my sweet and lovely bride on today's show. As most of you know, I turkey hunt anywhere from 45 to 55 days each year, and hunting anything that much each year can be stressful on all of your relationships, whether they're work or personal. And I'm very fortunate to have found and married someone who not only tolerates my spring addiction, but also supports me as well. Now, that's not to say we don't have our share of discussions about my addiction, but she knows that hunting turkeys makes me happy, and she never wants me to be unhappy. She is a wonderful, amazing woman and a great mother as well, and I thought you guys may want to meet the woman that puts up with my craziness, and I figured now's the perfect time to do it since the holiday should be a time we spend with our families anyway. 
So, without further ado, here is the saint of a woman, Tammy Galliano. Hey everybody, I'm excited that I've got on the line with me tonight a very special guest and my best friend. I have on the line Tammy Galliano, who shares the same last name as I do, because she was crazy enough to say I do a few years ago. Tammy, this is part of the interview, and I normally ask, how are you and where are you? But I know where you are. You're in the same house as me. I am. But how are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Thank you. Well, I wanted to get you on and interview you tonight so that everyone who listens to the show faithfully will get to know a little bit about the person that puts up with me and my addiction to turkey hunting. You know, when we met, I told you that I'm a hunter and, more importantly, I'm a turkey hunter. Do you remember what your first thoughts were when I said that? Oh, yeah. I, I was fine with it. I, I was fine with it. I have to say that I didn't realize that your, um, that your... Addiction? Addiction. <laughs> I, didn't realize <laughs> that I didn't realize that it actually was an addiction. <laughs> I didn't realize it was as big as, you know, it, as, as I've learned that it is. I never knew turkey hunting was so big. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So you had no idea that I'm as obsessed with turkey hunting as I am? I had no idea whatsoever. I was, um, I was, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that you have your own fort, and I was grateful that, you know, we could both have our own little thing that we did, but I, I seriously never realized that it would be um, an obsession. Is there anything that I could have told you when we met that would have prepared you to where you would have said, okay, this guy is absolutely just eaten up with this? And it's time for me to run now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll never know that, will we? No, I don't guess we will. And that's a good thing for me, though. <laughs> I don't think I want to know. <laughs> so you are not a hunter. No, I am not. And I knew that when we started dating. But there are a lot of women around Birmingham who are not hunters. So that didn't bother me. But when we were dating, I took you on a turkey hunt. Yes, you did. Now, that was a turkey hunt that today I'd like to have back, but I'm going to get into that in a minute. Is that the first hunt that you had ever been on? Yes, you are right. There are not many women here in Alabama that hunt, much less turkey hunt. I don't know that I know many women that turkey hunt at all. But yes, we did go on a turkey hunt together. It was enlightening. So that was the first turkey hunt you'd ever been on, but is that the first hunt period of any type? Yep, that's the first hunt period. Okay. Now, we heard a lot of gobbling that day. We had gotten into, I say we got into them. We were actually across the lake from a flock of jakes that were gobbling that day. What were your thoughts when you first heard a turkey gobble? Well, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, a lot of people just go outside and you hear the same sounds, you hear birds chirping, you know, you, you see all kinds of things. But I thought it was a pretty cool thing. I'd never been close to or even heard a turkey this season. Do you wish to share the story of that morning turkey hunt? The story is a very interesting story. Um, <laughs> I am also I am also not only a turkey hunter, I am not a um, an early morning person. Early to me in the morning is 7 o'clock. To most people, they like to get up around, you know, 5, 5.30. So you told me that we would be getting up and that we would be going hunting in the morning. We would need to leave at 4.30 in the morning. 
<laughs> so that was already a little stressful to me. But the next thing is that you told me that it was going to be a little chilly, and I, I'm not a very, I'm not a cold weather person, and I'm not a morning person. So we get up and we go, and I, I'm actually a little excited about this, just to kind of figure out what it is in your world that you do. And so I took it very seriously. Uh, you dressed me completely in camo. I had boots that were, you know, four sizes too big, but nonetheless, I had them. <laughs> And then I had, um, I did have a gun. You brought me a gun, so I was ready to go. So we get over to the place where we're going to hunt, and it is chilly out, and the sun is just now, well, it's not even out yet. We start walking, and we're kind of still in the dark, and you know exactly where you're going, and I'm trying to get everywhere. But you're going in big old boots, and not only that, I am getting there quietly. I speak not one word the whole time because I don't want to mess this trip up for you. <laughs> and if anybody knows me, I don't stop talking for anything. So I will attest to that. <laughs> So we're walking and walking and walking, and finally we find a spot to sit down. And it is up against a tree, and it is on a pile of gravel. And so we sit down, and I sit there, and I'm thinking in my head, my God, this is the most uncomfortable thing. I don't know how he does it. And so you look at me, and you whisper, and you say, is everything okay? And I'm like, no, it's not okay. I'm sitting on gravel. My leader is hurting. And you're like, it's okay. So you, you give me the opportunity to shift, because remember, I'm, I'm staying very, very still. So I shift a little bit, and I'm, I'm comfortable for just a few moments, and then I'm getting poked again. And so I wait for you once again to say, is everything okay? And then I'm like, no, it's not okay. This, this um, gravel here is uncomfortable. And so um, I try I shift one more time, and finally a third time when you do ask me how I'm doing, I tell you that the gravel is disturbing, and you pull a cushion from underneath you, and you say, here, try this, this should help. It did, didn't it? (laughs) It did. It did. It did. It's been forever, but it did finally feel better sitting up against that tree. Yeah, you had almost everything that you needed to go out and be successful on a turkey hunt. You had a gun, you had camo, you had boots, you even had head net and gloves. Exactly. I was hidden. One essential tool you were missing is a butt cushion. <laughs> Never again will I ever I don't, be unprepared. I don't leave home without it. <laughs> I could see why. It's in the back of my truck, the back seat of my truck right now. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, if I get a flat tire on the side of the road and I need to change a flat, I, you've got to have a cushion to sit on or to kneel on. I can't believe you didn't take a cushion with you the first time we went out turkey hunting. What were you I thinking? I should have known better. Yeah. That's one of the things that I'd like to take back from the hunt. So if I had it to do over again, there's a couple of things that I would do differently. Number one, we would still get up early. may not be your thing, but... I wanted you to be around to hear turkeys gobble, and the only time that I could almost guarantee you you could hear a turkey gobble is right at daylight. You can still hear turkeys gobble and kill turkeys mid-morning, late morning, even in the afternoon, but your chances of hearing one gobble are much greater in the morning. So we still would have gone early in the morning. The butt cushion is one thing that I'd like to have back. The other thing is that... I probably would not have been as serious about it with you. We would have had a little bit more fun walking around, talking some, and carrying on and not been so serious about the turkeys. But you know me well enough to know that when I get in a zone, it's on. And I had a lesson to learn, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, that was not the lesson. But since all that time, you forgave me for that hunt. 
you're not going back with me again, but <laughs> maybe in the future I could pull your arm and get you to try another turkey hunt with me as long as we didn't have to go early in the morning? <laughs> maybe. Okay. So you decided even after that day that you would stay with me. And since we've been together, I've been to about 20 different states turkey hunting. Are there any states that I've been to that you wish you'd join me on the trip? Well, I think that if I had to choose, it would probably be the Midwest. Not that I really even know what's out there, even though there's not much, but I would love to go out and look at the terrain and the landscape. I do enjoy hiking. Well, you can definitely do a lot of that turkey hunting. (laughs) You know, you and the wives of the guys that I go on the annual trip with each year all have Hawaii on your radar screen so that when we have our trip, our turkey hunting trip to Hawaii, you guys are going, well, I shouldn't say that, you girls are going with us. Yes, are there you are. Any, <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, I hear the turkeys are pretty in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> well, are there any other states other than Hawaii that you'd like to join me on a turkey hunt? Yeah, I'm sure I'd like to go to California as well, if you guys are going to California. Um, Oregon, I've never been really anywhere on the West Coast, and I would enjoy the West Coast. There's a lot to offer, and especially turkeys. (laughs) Yeah, especially turkeys. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Well, California is one of the states that I want to take you and the guys want to take their wives to, because we had talked about doing a turkey hunting trip to the wine country, and actually hunting in the mornings. By the time the ladies wake up at 9.30, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 1 o'clock, whatever time it happens to be after drinking wine the whole day the day before, we'll be back from hunting and can go tour some vineyards. So that would be a fun trip for us all to go on. That's definitely a way to get uh, me back to the field or near them anyway. Yeah, get you in the same hemisphere as the turkeys. (laughs) All right, so another question that I have for you is this. We have several turkey mounts in the house, and you are kind enough to let me display those trophies. Which of all of the turkey mounts in the house is your favorite? I'm going to have to say that my favorite is the Osceola. The Osceola, the one that's in the sunroom. Yes, the one that's in the sunroom, your friend. Yeah, my friend. The (laughs) turkey that spurred me and sent me to the emergency room for stitches. (laughs) The turkey that completed my first Grand Slam. Exactly Definitely, right. my friend. I would not change a single thing about that turkey or that turkey hunt. That was awesome. In fact, I remember calling you. Uh-huh. It might have been like almost our one-year anniversary of being together. Yeah, that's about right. And you called to tell me that you almost lost the whole finger. Yeah. <laughs> I called you. I was so excited because... I finished my Grand Slam, and you got all excited for me, too. And then I said, but wait, there's more. I'm headed to the emergency room to get stitches. You said, it was all worth it, huh? It was all worth it, there's no doubt. And so at that point in time, you probably had a pretty good idea that the guy you were dating is a complete idiot. Yes, there was nothing that was going to stop him. Yeah. One of your favorite things about turkeys, probably your only favorite thing about turkeys, if we had to really just drill down and get to it, is eating, <laughs> eating wild turkey. Yeah, I do enjoy wild turkey. I, I, I did not know that I would like it as much as I do until you cooked it for me. What is your favorite way that we cook wild turkey? Mm, there are many ways that you make it, but my favorite way that you make it is you take the turkey and you wrap cream cheese and banana pepper inside of the turkey and then once it's wrapped you put bacon around it and cook it on the grill. 
Mm-hmm. This is the best I've ever had. And it's getting close to dinner time, and I'm starting to get pretty dang hungry again <laughs> just thinking about it. That is good stuff. There's no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Good deal. Well, like I said, I wanted to get you on. I've had all of my hunting buddies on the call over the couple of years that I've been doing the show, and everyone who listens has gotten to know those guys a little bit, but they don't know and haven't heard from the person that keeps it all together over at my house, and that is you. And so I thank you for coming on to the show, letting me interview you. You're welcome. Thank letting, you for having me. And letting everyone get to know a little bit about the person who is crazy enough to stay with me. So thank you for <laughs> thank everything you that you do. Well, thank you for everything that you do. And you are much appreciated and much loved. And I guess I'll see you in a little bit. All right. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed getting to know Tammy a little bit. She and I always have a lot of fun together, and I appreciate her more than she will ever know. So speaking of those that I appreciate, I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in this week and helping to make the Turkey Hunter podcast a success and so much fun. I greatly appreciate those of you who support the show by sending me emails, leaving reviews, participating in surveys and product testing, and by listening to the show faithfully each week. Our time is quickly approaching and I look forward to being a part of this coming spring turkey season with you guys. I wish you all a very safe and happy new year. If you're getting out and about, then please don't drink and drive. It is not worth the risk. Thank you so much again for tuning in this week. I know that you guys have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again from the ATA show next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on Hunting Afternoon Birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.